0: You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Feed the Fire. This is your IGN review of Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon by Mitchell Saltzman. It's been a hot minute since the last time we were able to pile bunker an enemy mech in the face, but the team at From Software has finally returned to their roots with Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. It certainly looks and feels the part of a modern mecha action game with gorgeous graphics, a rock-solid 60 FPS frame rate that never falters, and an intuitive control scheme that dramatically reduces the learning curve we had to deal with in prior Armored Core games. At the same time, its bland mission briefings and a few elements of its design feel a bit stuck in their old ways, but Armored Core 6 scores direct hits in the spots that matters the most, specifically the highly customizable, intense, and frantic mecha battles. If there's one area where Armored Core 6 could have benefited from more modernization, it's in its storytelling. The five-chapter campaign plays out almost entirely over radio conversations, PowerPoint presentation-style mission briefings, and combat chatter that is nearly impossible to pay attention to while you're fighting for your life on the mining planet of Rubicon. It doesn't help that our character is a blank slate who just does whatever they're told, fighting on behalf of corporations, resisting forces, arms dealers, or the enigmatic Walter and his personal agenda. As a result, despite an interesting setting and premise, with plenty of teases of ulterior motives and questionable loyalties, I found it hard to really connect with the story on anything beyond a pure surface level, which is a shame because one of the major ideas of Armored Core 6 is a branching storyline that has you making decisions on which faction you want to take on missions for. I just really didn't care one way or the other. However... One of the benefits of this mission structure is that it's able to allow for a wide variety of objectives that each favor a different style of play, which then feeds into the excellent customization elements that make up the heart of Armored Core 6. Before you sortie into a mission, you're able to equip your mech with four weapons, one for each arm and one attached to each shoulder. A unique head body legs generator booster and fire control system and oh boy are there a ton of different factors to consider beyond simply what to spend your limited money on the external parts of your mech all have their own weight defensive value ap or health and what's known as attitude stability which affects how quickly you get staggered from consecutive hits Parts with higher defensive stats naturally weigh a lot more and require sturdier but slower leg parts in order to carry the burden. And weapons that weigh a lot require larger, stronger, and heavier arm parts. But that's not all. Certain weapons also take a ton of energy to wield and thus require generators that have large EN or energy capacities in order to even equip them. But then you have to balance that with the fact that your energy regeneration could suffer, which means energy management gets much more difficult once you're actually in the mission. Before you even start making those decisions, you should consider what range you expect your mech to be fighting at, so you can optimize your internal parts for that role. And the list just goes on and on. That may sound like a lot, and I'm not gonna lie, it is, but still, I felt like Armored Core 6 did a great job guiding me with its sorting tools and descriptive text, which made it easy enough for me to discern what parts were good for what. As long as I had the idea in my head of what kind of mech I wanted to make, it was fairly easy to bring that idea to life. Over the course of the campaign, I piloted a lightweight scout with fast boosts that excelled at evasion, a medium-sized destroyer that could wield heavier weaponry without sacrificing too much mobility, and a mobile fortress outfitted with the heaviest and most devastating weapons money could buy, and several in between. Combat in Armored Core 6 just feels good. The wide assortment of weapons all feel satisfying in their own way, whether that's using a charged shot from a linear rifle on an unaware enemy to kill them in one shot— nimbly dashing around with dual shotguns and laying waste to a whole military base, or juggling quad rocket launchers between your arms and shoulders. Things can feel downright anime-like at times with how many missiles you're able to fire at once, and with how many missiles get fired at you. Armored Core 6 doesn't look to reinvent the bipedal legs of the mech action genre, but it does update, refine, and polish them into an aggressive shine. Every sortie is a satisfying combat puzzle to solve thanks to fantastic mission design, intense boss encounters, an extremely wide assortment of weapons and parts that can dramatically affect how your mech plays, and excellent explosive combat that manages to take very complex systems and mechanics and make them easy to understand and execute. Its interesting premise is stifled by bland storytelling told through mission briefings and radio chatter, but this is still nonetheless a welcome return of a classic mecha series, Armored Core 6 fires a Rubicon's IGN score? Eight. Thanks for listening. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Armored Core updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast.